0: We've talked so much on not just my show, where I lean into the issue of what I think is Canada soft on crime when I do my show from nine to noon, but I'm here filling in for John Moore today, and the, the issues of bail reform have been uh, front and center on panel discussions, et cetera, on John's show for some time as well. And never fear, by the way, John will be back by Wednesday. I'll be doing Monday and Tuesday for him as well. He's just on a short vacation and a family event that he's attending. So that's what's going on. But in order to try and do what a province can do on bail reform,
1: the premier made this announcement. Today, we're pleased to announce $112 million in new funding for programs aimed at improving bail compliance. This funding includes investments to create a dedicated team of police officers to catch high-risk provincial offenders who aren't following their bail conditions or unlawfully at large. This funding includes new money for the OPP, municipal and First Nations Police Services to set up dedicated bail compliance teams to assist prosecutors with gathering evidence and assessing public safety risks during the bail hearing stage. We're also giving special teams of prosecutors the time and resources they need to conduct in-depth bail hearings for accused offenders deemed to be high risk. And we're investing in new technology to better monitor people out on bail. Together, these investments will help ensure that the most high-risk offenders remain in jail. All right. Uh, joining me to follow up on this, News Talk 1010
0: Public Safety Analyst Chris Lewis, former OPP Commissioner. Good morning, Chris. Good
2: morning, Jerry. How are you reacting to this? Uh, well, I guess it's it's a good news story to you know to hear that they're doing something as they can in Ontario because they can't control the Criminal Code. Obviously, that's a federal issue. But dealing with the fact that. That uh, this is an issue right across Canada, and there's been a number of people either hurt or killed, including police officers, as a result of a crappy bail system. Uh, If they can do anything to save a life, I guess it's well worthwhile.
0: All right. I've been told that in the past it was more common for police officers to go door knocking, like say, "Hey, what? Uh, you know what? Let's do. Let's run over and see if so and so, who's on bail and is uh, under house arrest, is actually at home." Uh, but that police
2: don't do that anymore, and they say because of a lack of resources. Well, they do do it in some areas, absolutely. I mean, we called it crime abatement in the OPP, and, and it was Julian Fantino that really pushed it uh, when he came. And and ultimately, we were, yeah, who's on bail in your community? Go knock on their doors. And also, who you know, who's on parole? Who's on whatever? And uh, trying to monitor that. And you can only do so much, um, but the local detachments and police departments should still be doing that whenever they have their resources and, and time to do it.
0: All right. Well, I guess they'll have less of an opportunity to say we're not doing it due to lack of resources under this. Yep. Is, is this something you think the
2: police forces will welcome? I think so. I mean, the the rope unit that they talk about, the repeat uh, offender parolee enforcement, I think is what it stands for. They arrest a thousand and some people every year that are violating parole or, uh, you know, are unlawfully at large from, from different uh, penitentiaries, et cetera, they track them down. They do surveillance, they interview informants, they bang on doors. They're like a little mini SWAT team, and they arrest bad people all the time. But that's not bail people. That's all around uh, people that are serving time uh, or on parole. And so ultimately, to expand that in a way to capture more bad guys and put them behind bars, uh that's good uh, you know it's a wonderful thing i mean this this is all great but th- we're talking hundreds of officers and 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 wonderful but who's where they're going to come from because most departments are going to have to take good officers off the road to do that and try and replace them with recruits and at a time that recruits aren't applying so much and you know, there's a whole bunch of issues here
0: Sure. I'm talking to Chris Lewis, former OPP commissioner and Newstalk 1010 public safety analyst, on the Ford government announcing a $112 million program to fix Ontario's broken bail system. Um, This is a step forward, and both you and I have said through the course of this morning here, Chris, because this is something the province can do. It's pretty easy to do what I did dark and early this morning, the first time I mentioned this, and say, well, maybe if judges would just keep these people in jail once they've been... Uh, you know, apprehended for violent offenses, we'd be better off because the premier said 17% of the gun murders that were committed were committed by people who were out on bail. That's easy to say, but not a criticism of any municipal government or any provincial government because that's a federal issue. And for some reason,
2: the federal government just isn't interested in bail reform. Well, exactly. I mean, they actually lessen some mandatory sentences around gun crime. Uh, And so we still, as a society, as a judicial system across this country, need to do everything we can to keep dangerous people behind bars. Because that'll, I mean, if Rope had no business whatsoever, uh, or these new units or these new prosecutors, uh, no business to, to do, then that's a good thing. That's a success story. But unfortunately, that's not the case because there's still going to be cases where people are going to be let out and they're going to be a threat still and they're going to take the life of a young officer that responds to a car in the ditch. And so the, and, and the public, obviously, are even more important, but officer safety is huge here. And we're not necessarily doing that by all this, although this is a good thing.
0: All right, but uh, how would you respond then, Chris Lewis? This uh, text came in from Oshawa. So the premier
2: is throwing more money at police to do door knocks. It's not going to help. Yeah, well, that's not true. And, and it it has helped and it has helped in the past, but there's only so much they can do. And so to continue that, I mean, it's going to send a huge message around uh, if you're on bail, you better. Ba- your conditions but we all know many still won't so there's going to be people that are going to be going after them and putting them back behind bars if they violate their conditions and uh you know it's kind of sounds police state i get that but something has to stop and and people have to stop getting hurt and 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 killed in some cases by people that are being thrown out onto the streets. so you're right there's a you know there's a uh, the bigger responsibility on keeping them in, but knowing that's not happening and not going to, uh, then we have to do something.
0: I don't see it as police state. I mean, people who have committed crimes and been convicted in court uh of a crime, uh, if, find themselves under the authority of the system, the police, the courts, the prison system, whatever it is. And the rest of us say, well, that's what we should do. It's a police state as if they come around and knock on my door for no reason other to harass me uh, and see if they can find out whether I'm lawbreaking. But
2: um, once, once you've been convicted of a crime, you don't have the same rights as everybody else. I absolutely, totally agree with you, obviously. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just thinking some people are going to be thinking, oh, it's a police state. But, you know, if you're, if you're not out on bail and you're not uh, committing crimes, what do you have to worry about? Uh, just know that the police are trying to keep those people away from hurting and victimizing you. So I absolutely agree with your statement.
0: All right. Well, um it, it's as good. always, of course. <laughs> well, not as not as uh, always, but uh in this case, I think it, Yeah, I think it is uh, a good move and I don't know, does it put any pressure on the federal government or do they just really not actually care what the provinces and and the general citizenry thinks about this issue?
2: Well, you know, here's the you know, thinking politically, here's a conservative premier uh, doing what he can uh, and there's a liberal government that aren't necessarily doing what they can to stop all this from happening to begin with so if it doesn't put more pressure on them then there's something wrong but nothing would surprise me
0: all right um if you were commissioner like how much of this is done by the opp
2: how much of it is local police force i'm not sure how all of that breaks out Well, the the Rope teams are comprised of municipal and uh, OPP. It's OPP run, but uh, I think maybe even a Toronto inspector is involved in the Toronto and uh, Toronto Police. So it's certainly a good cooperation. They work together and they support every other police department that doesn't have a specific team by helping them meet their needs. And so they're active, they're busy, they're a good group and they do good work.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the police officer shot by a guy who was supposed to be under house arrest. The Eaton Center shooter was also supposed to be under house arrest, so they do need to be checked on. Um, Chris Absolutely. Lewis, always good to talk to you. Thanks very much. You too. Have a good day, Jerry.